0: if you're not showing up authentically, you don't really feel connected is something I've been really focusing on in the past year. You know, I realized that, we all wear masks. And I was kind of playing with when I wear masks and when I don't and how at times I can feel lonely because then people are connecting essentially with the mask or the person that I'm playing or this persona rather than like the authentic me. And, you know, online on social media, loneliness is bigger than ever. It's like, you know, something that people are focused on in foreign countries very, very intricately. And I think a lot of that is because we put on masks on social media, it's essentially a mask in itself. So although we're connecting more than ever, we're online more than ever. We're not actually connecting because people are connecting with the masks, um, you know, which is something that I deeply feel. Um, I want to talk about something that our audience, in addition to what you were speaking about really is into is the body doubt and sort of the body Mm -hmm. conversation. Um, I was really thankful that you included that in the book because I feel like it's so applicable to everyone. Um, can you talk a little bit more about your journey?
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) Body doubt for anyone struggling with it, and I think this is really, really common, um, uh, is really tough because it's something that you know there. There are people, as you guys know, people who are some of the most incredible thought leaders, accomplished. I'm going to say women right now, women in the world, who that's the one thing they still struggle with, right? One of my friends, you guys might know her. I'm um, Glennon Doyle, who wrote Untamed. Like she is literally crushing stuff everywhere and still so vulnerably admits that she hasn't figured out the body down thing. You know what I mean? And so I think that it's, it's part of our, 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 our greatest journeys. And I think that, you know, um, for me, it's something that I'm right in the middle of. So like I wrote Believe It talking about all of the lessons, all the tips, all the things I did right um, and lessons I wish I knew sooner on how to overcome self-doubt, how to, Deal with rejection. How to take an idea, turn it into a billion-dollar company. All those things. And at the end of the book, I talk about some of the things I still struggle with, and where I'm at, and trying to literally shift my mindset around them. Right. So, so you know, I have um, hereditary skin condition called rosacea, which is bright red. And for when I first started getting it in my late 20s, when I would walk into a grocery store, people would be like, "Oh, are you okay? Or are you sunburned? Or you know, are you feeling well? All those things." And I was feeling great, <laughs> and it just and I went through this season of, of self doubt, and you know I was working in television news and anchoring the news, and my my makeup would start to break up, the redness would come through, and I would hear from my producer in my earpiece, "Well, I'd be live, live on television. Uh, There's something on your face. There's something on your face. You need to wipe it off." And I knew there wasn't anything I could wipe off. I knew the makeup was breaking up, and and I thought it was this season of of setback um, in my life, and but it's interesting that setback is why I started trying every makeup out there, <laughs> couldn't find anything that worked, had this aha moment. What if I, you know, and and I thought I was in my dream job. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing with even the thought of launching a company, right. Uh, but I think Joel Osteen coined this phrase that so often our, our setbacks are really God's setups for what we're, we're called to do next. And, you know, I had this big moment where even though I thought I was in a dream job, my dream job, um, that, you know, my gut kept telling me, like, it's time, you need to go after this new thing. Um, and I, you know, I, I I, learned and believe that sometimes in life, like knowing when to let go of a dream is as important as knowing when to go after one and learning to hear our gut is the biggest thing, right? Some people, that's how they hear God is through their intuition. Um, so over the years, I've figured out, you guys, how I literally, like, something that everyone else saw as a flaw, right? My rosacea, I literally feel full freedom. Like I will wear no makeup, go anywhere. And I feel so, I feel nothing. I feel like I have nothing to hide. And what I mean by that is like, you know, and, and why I created it cosmetics was a to try and shift culture and beauty and use real people and all of those things as models, but also to create a brand that made you feel beautiful on the days you wore makeup and as beautiful on the days that you didn't. And my point is I figured out how to crack the code in my own head and my own mindset to truly believe my rosacea is beautiful. Like when I walk around with it, right? I, I literally, I think, and when I see other women that have it or that notice mine, I think, Oh, Right now, this isn't about me. This is about me normalizing something that most people feel ashamed about and, and, and trying to normalize it so they don't feel like anything is wrong with them. And, 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 and so for me, it's like, I feel it's this awesome thing, right? And so in my journey about body doubt in my journey that started as a little girl, stuff I've never shared before. I, my family was like, what? I share so much of it and believe it because I wanted to keep it real, like really real. But I talk about growing up and hiding like in the school bathroom, drinking diet shakes and you know, taking stuff that my friend's sister gave goddess, like when ephedrine was a big thing and literally being on slim fast shakes and I was like nine and like all these things, right? And, and this idea of, of body um my whole life and where i'm in, where i'm at now is is literally figuring out how to switch my mindset about it to something that is gratitude for it um versus something that i feel like is not enough. Do you know what I mean? And and it's literally the one thing I'm in the middle of right now that I and I talk about this in the end of the book is like I figured out how to change my mindset, overcome doubt, raise my vibration in terms of I can have anyone reject me and I feel nothing because I embrace rejection. And I think after getting told no, and you're not enough and all those things, hundreds of times in my business, I figured out how to be fearless about it. Um, I can handle just about anything, right? I figured out how to overcome it, raise my vibration. And like, I share all the tools on how to do that in the book, like I don't deal with comparison syndrome anymore, nothing. And so I've gotten there with that. The body thing is the one thing I'm right in the middle of right now of, of literally practicing all of my tools that I figured out in every other area to try and shift my own mindset, believe my body is beautiful and it's enough, believe that like God gave me cellulite and it's as cute on my thighs as it is when you have dimples on your cheeks. And to be grateful that I literally have two legs that can move, like how many, you know what I mean? And, and just really shift perspective. And the last thing I'll say on this that I think is really important is I have learned in everything in life, when something's holding us back, when we're doubting ourselves when we're feeling it not enough about it, it's because we're making it about ourselves, which in a way is a small way to make things. And when I think about how did I keep going and build this billion dollar company after all the no's, it's because I believed that I was shifting culture and beauty and shifting the definition and changing the way models are used for every little girl out there who's about to see commercials and start doubting herself and every adult who still does. And that was bigger than me, right? Like, like, I, I walk into a grocery store and think my rosacea is beautiful, because it's really not about me. It's about who am I empowering in that grocery store that day. And so How I'm starting to shift my perspective around body, in case someone else needs to hear this out there today too, is when we feel ashamed of our body, we're literally teaching other girls and other women that they should too. And I have to flip the switch in my own head and be like, oh, it's not about me right? When I don't want to put on shorts or put put on a bikini or whatever. It's like, oh, if I don't do that, what am I teaching my daughter? What am I telling other girls and women? And maybe if I just freaking shake my cellulite and strut my stuff, maybe that's telling someone else she's beautiful and worthy exactly like she is too. So that's the space I'm in right now is really in
0: process.